Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. With Bushy and the Mountain Man. Hey, and welcome to another episode of The Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Bushy, hanging up here in northern New York. And as always, my brother from another mother, the Mountain Man. How you doing? Skitter pal, meow meow. By God, I cannot complain. And dude, I actually meant to mention this last week on our episode, but I accidentally forgot. The meow meow is fucking coming back in Super Troopers. Fucker. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, I, I I didn't even like Super Troopers fucking one. What? H- hated it. I don't know. Maybe I'm not intelligent enough to handle that kind of humor, but I just could not get into it. Okay, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> we're, we're intelligent enough. Now, now, I'm sorry, you just basically tried to make fun of every dumb redneck in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the fucking smartest ones I've ever seen, man. Now, ain't just a damn man. I, I could not stand that movie. I like uh, it. it, it and, and the reason I say that is I like comedy that makes you think, which is why I like a lot of satire. I don't like stupid. Although a strong case could be made that Leslie Nielsen movies are stupid. But the fact of the matter is you have to know some shit to appreciate some of the jokes they make. And that's what's brilliant about satire. Super Troopers was Very just true. stupid. For the sake of being stupid. I, 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 I didn't dig it. I know there's a lot of fans. I know there's a lot of people that are stoked for it. I am not one of them. Well, hey, to each its own. I just, like I said in the past, meow, 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 come from Super Troopers. Now, you got to think, that was during my token uh, drinking a lot days. So, yeah, that might have had a lot to do with it. I would imagine it did. so but the meow meow stuck with me so there outstanding and i don't remember you ever saying that to be honest with you and um i don't remember the meow meow from that fucking movie because like i said i watched it once and it it was painful i i don't even know if i sat all the way through it so uh i'm just glad that we're back we're back we're back, by God, and this episode's going to be great, but first off, I'm going to change the role. It's been a while since I've done this. Bushy, how oh, was your oh, week? Oh, shit. Making me change my notes and shit. <laughs> my week, ah, uh, boy, my week was not bad. Not bad. Uh, work, you know, was, was work. I'm still adjusting to these, 
you know, longer lunch breaks and shorter regular breaks. Um, I'm adjusting to having to sit on machines for an hour and a half to cover two guys instead of, you know, 30 minutes to cover one guy, <laughs> which really sucks. Because I, I hate the right. machines, man. I, I didn't bust my ass over the last five years to get the hell off of them. To have to sit on them again for that long. But, you know, the guys want to eat. <laughs> so, exactly. you know, exactly. work wasn't bad. Um, the weekend's been pretty decent. I got to say I'm a little miffed. Um, so we all know the relationship between me and my ex, my daughter's mother, and how tumultuous it's been and how tough it's been. And this time, she really seemed like she was trying. So I was right. letting, yeah, I was letting Lady go and visit her a lot, a lot. And then I get a text today. Yeah, she's going back in. Now I don't know the ins or outs or the who's or what's, but if you're going back in, it's because you fucked up. And now I have to deal with picking up the pieces yet again of my daughter's broken heart, and that infuriates me. And it infuriates me because I had, I had told myself, I'm not going to let this shit happen. And then I let it happen. Right. Now, she made this beautiful post on Facebook the other day about, you know, she said something like, story of my life, my as, or as you can see, my dad's always been there for me. Love you, dad. And I love that shit. I love right. seeing that shit. It was basically pictures from when she was a baby, maybe five or six months old, and I'm feeding her, kissing her on her forehead, to, you know, pretty yes. recently. And, and, and that's the bottom line. I have been there. I'm, I'm, I'm mad at myself for letting this happen. So, yeah, you know, gave her a big hug tonight and a kiss. You know, I'm sorry. And Daddy fucked up because, frankly, Daddy should have did what he did every other time and said no, 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 and monitored that shit. But even I fell for it because she was staying away from the hard stuff. She's still fucking up. But stayed away from the hard stuff. So I was like, okay, we'll see how this goes. Well, lesson learned. Right. Lesson learned. But at some point tonight, you know, she's going to come over and see her daughter because she's got to turn herself in tomorrow and go back to the click. Yay. Yeah, I, th I think some motherfuckers just like prison. Man, I'm too pretty for prison. Even with all this beard, I'm too pretty for prison. I don't... You, you, you'd make uh, somebody's bitch. That's for sure. Hey, look, I've already got a prison plan, Mountain Man. I've got a prison plan. Yes, sir. Really? If, by some ungodly stroke of poor luck, Bushy ends up in the clique, I am not washing my ass the entire time. <laughs> now, you can have it. But you're going to have to break through about 10 months of shit and crust to get it. <laughs> wow. I've actually, I, I have to say, I've actually sat and thought about it before for a little bit to consider and see if I ever had to, which I mean, younger, I almost ended up going because I uh, screwed up a little bit, but... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, y'all know what my decision was uh, on what I would do if I ended up with What's the that? Moment I go in, they give me my jumpsuit, everything. I'm knocking the guard out so I get. 
<laughs> no, I can't be locked in a four by four oh, and not talking to people. I have to be talking to people. <laughs> okay, you want to know what's really bad? My mother just walked around the corner. Granny Clyde is back in. Nice, nice. How we doing, Granny Clyde? She's heard. She. Now, you also you got to remember, Granny Clyde used to be a prison yes. officer. Look, but my luck, us talking about going to prison. Of course, she's going to the <laughs> She poked her head right around the corner and went, "Excuse me, you said a little bit." So, of course, Granny Clyde's going to call me out right in the middle of the show, right in front of everybody. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Dude, I freak out. That's, that's why headphones are key, my brother. <laughs> People can hear what I'm saying here, but they can't hear what I'm hearing. Right. Exactly. So, Mountain Man, how, how was your week? Oh, Lord, let's see here. After recording and me and you getting back together talking, dude, my adrenaline started pumping all over again. I, what, me and you was planning one show but decided another, so, which I'm not going to give you details on that one show, but dude, since then, I've got like 50 different ideas coming up, so definitely, definitely 100% tickled death to be back. Um, all in all, I had actually quite a few days off. Today's my fourth day off. I have to go back to work now tomorrow because I got a schedule switch from the boss man, which you can't complain. He, he asked about Oh, well, shit. Work. Good thing we decided hey, to do this tonight, huh? Because I thought you had tomorrow and uh, Tuesday yeah, off, or today and Tuesday off. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was supposed to, but he asked if I cared to work tomorrow, and I was like, sure, why not? I've got to stay up all night anyway, so hell, it ain't going to kill me. Uh, which an extra 12 hours shit out there. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, here at home, dude, I'm sure everybody's seen the video and stuff that I've posted here and there on my personal Facebook page. It follows us. Uh, little man walking yes. around. Good God. He's running around. He, he, he can't do it well, but he's running around. He looks like Rocky running around the living room with both arms up like he's about to fall running around the ring. Uh, screaming, Adrian, except it's... <laughs> I always thought little toddlers, when they first start walking, look like orangutans. Arms way up in the air because yeah. they can't quite balance just right. It's the funniest looking thing in the damn world. Yes, it is. It's hilarious. But every single time I see him do it, I think of Rocky because God loved my day to death. And I bet you I can quote every freaking Rocky movie. There's nothing wrong with that. Because that was... No, there's nothing wrong with it, but after about the 50th time, trust me, it gets old. <laughs> no, 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 sir. I I don't understand what you just said. I have them all, and I watch them all the time. I've probably seen well, each well, of them 50 times, at least. Well, your 50 times is my fourth or fifth hundred time. Thanks to <laughs> So, yeah. Nice, nice. Life. That's a good anyway, thing. I can't, I can't put it down on But that's what I think of every time. Um... Other than that, everything's been going pretty good around the house. Granny E's been doing a little better with the dementia, so all that's going going okay that's still. Granny Clyde is being her normal, crazy, goofy-ass self, as you could tell just a moment ago, <laughs> calling me out in the middle of the show. Um, Mountain Lady, Miss Jessica, is doing real good. Me and her yesterday. Uh, we've got a place up here called Grandfather Mountain. Now, what Grandfather Mountain is, it is exactly one mile above sea level, which is 5,000 and some feet above mm -hmm. sea level, 
uh, uh, Mile High Bridge, as they call it, and it's a uh, got a little uh, habitat uh, and museum on it where they take rescue animals, rehabilitate them, and show them off there. They've got otters, bears, uh, cougars, all sorts of different critters and stuff. Well, we posted some pictures on Facebook taking DJ up there. Now, a little one-year-old youngin running around looking at bears and stuff. Now, I know the joke is, because I've said it before, that my mother left me behind as bear bait in the past, <laughs> as we all know. My son looked at the bears, didn't pay no attention. He was more for the otters and the cougars and all these other critters. Now, it was really foggy up there yesterday, so we didn't get to take him on the bridge. But we took him up there next to it, and he looked around. And even though as far off you couldn't see, the look on his face was just absolutely hilarious. He, he looked around like, oh my God, this is where we live, really? So, really enjoyed that little trip, and Bushy, whenever you and Nevaeh come up here, brother, hopefully, like we're planning on sometime this year or next year, I'm taking y'all up there for sure, so y'all can check nice, that out. Nice, nice. Uh, other than that, it, it has been a pretty good little week. Uh, for the first, uh, Like I was saying, yesterday was probably the first time in a while me and Jessica got to do something together with our son. And that was, it was, it was really awesome. It was really, I guess you can say, invigorating to be able to do something whole as a family without any interruptions or anything going wrong. So it was absolutely a marvelous day. Nice, nice. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm glad everything's going well. Because God knows life's hard enough. You need some good in it. Right. So I got to ask you. The superstar shakeup. Who wins? Raw or SmackDown? Who? <laughs> uh, a majority of the players that they got on each show. There's a couple I like that went for all, which we're watching right now, and I just about jumped out of my seat. I had to hit mute where Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley just beat the hell out of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Damn it, I missed it. <laughs> yes, you did. You'll have to rewind. I, I can't. <laughs> I don't have the DVR anymore. I can't rewind. Oh, shit. Well, um, y'all know one good thing. You do have my WWE Network. They actually post Raw on it. Do Internet. they? So, they're, yes, sir. So you can watch every bit of oh, it that way. Oh, shit. So. Actually, yes, you do. I, I just got a little wood there. That's awesome. <laughs> but no, I, I'm mad. I'm mad. Because Mandy Rose is one hot, blonde, scrum diddly bar. She went to SmackDown. And I hate SmackDown. However... True. That hot little blonde that came over with the Riot Squad, I like to look at her. <laughs> so You like Mandy oh, Rose? Oh, Mandy Rose is awesome, but so is the chick in the Riot Squad. The blonde there. You know you know Bushy. Bushy likes a blonde. Yes, you know, this is true. Nevaeh got mad at me earlier tonight because I was like, God, just give me an hour with... Mandy Rose and Alexa Bliss and maybe 10 more minutes for that little blonde from the Riot Squad. <laughs> uh, Alright, you got to tell me what did Nevaeh say. I understand she got bad, but I, she, if she's a smart, as much of a smart butt as you are, I got to hear what she's saying. Well, she said, <laughs> Dad, 
and then proceeded to punch the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's true Nevada. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I can't see anything great. We lost Jeff Hardy, and I like Jeff Hardy. We're stuck with that faggy little delete guy. And that whole thing pisses Man. me off, because I love Bray Wyatt, and I'm like, you're with this schmuck, what the hell? So we lose Jeff Hardy. We get the hot blonde in the riot squad, the mother two bitches I don't care about. Jinder Mahal, I hate that right. bitch too. But I oh, am man, happy just... about uh, Dolph Ziggler coming back to Raw. Because I'm a big Dolph Ziggler fan. I don't know why, but he reminds me a lot of a young Chris Jericho. His attitude, true, true. his I look, can... he just reminds me of a young Chris Jericho, and I really like Chris Jericho, too. He's coming back to Raw, what, next week? Uh, yep, and he'll be in the 50-man battle royal, or royal rumble this Friday at that, 12 That yes, bullshit. The fuck are they doing a pay-per-view on a Friday for? Uh, because... Sunday in Saudi Arabia, Arabia is Friday, and eight o'clock at night or seven o'clock at night when they normally do the pay-per-views is twelve o'clock. No, no, no! It's not like they're an Australian shit way over there. It's not that far ahead. Well, that's that's the assumption that I've come up with is it being that far. So ah, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just assuming that they're catering to people that get state funds and don't have to go to work because they can watch that shit at 12 o'clock on a Friday goddamn afternoon. I can't. I gotta work 5.30 to 6 o'clock at night. Yeah, but you got WWE Network. You can watch it. Well, yes, I know that. That's not the point I'm trying to make here, Mountain Man. (laughs) I want to know why the hell everything this big happens on a Sunday. Oh, I know. This is true. It's supposed to, but I guess, like you said, they're catering to that. I don't know. I don't like it, but I will catch it. I won't be able to catch it until Sunday because, you know, I get home from work Friday night. It'll probably be around 6.15, 6.30. Shower. Supper for lady. It's time to get ready for bags. i got to be up again 4 o'clock Saturday morning. So, all in all, I say uh, Raw Smackdown. Raw wins, but they really didn't win anything. Yeah. Well, they they did win one thing, and there was one character that I used to love his gimmick, but now it looks like he's ten times better than what he was before, and that's Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, he looked he looked real good tonight. Him and uh, Dolph Ziggler both. I'm, he he's almost reminiscent of '90s wrestling, you know, yes. which which I like a lot. I hate this PG era, and uh, that's actually one thing that Paul Heyman said tonight that I. Love that in un PG era like fashion rained elbows down on Roman Reigns. Yeah, I, I, I gotta side with Heyman on this one. As much as I hate Brock Lesnar, yes, bring the blood. Remember back in the 90s when they had first blood matches? <laughs> yeah. I say hmm. bring back the first blood and god damn it, bring back the broad panties matches. Nah, uh, never I don't care. You. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm not this crooked. <laughs> But I'm just letting you know, nobody will punch me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, she knows better. <laughs> All right, so we had an idea for this week. And it's a great idea. And when I say we had an idea, you had an idea. The problem was we couldn't narrow it down to one thing to make this idea happen. 
You know, True. and you said you had a whole list of things. That's great. Write them down, send them to me so we can start getting this shit back rolling because I've been so busy with life and, you know, and being bent over and raw dogged with a coarse grain sandpaper dildo and no lube that I haven't had time to think about topics. I got back to you because we were trying to figure out how we we're going to nail this down. Right. You said, hey, how about we do this? And you thought it was a great idea. Yes. And uh, I'm glad you did. Um, I've recently gotten into a style of music I never thought I would get into. Because I haven't listened to this genre of music. Oh, Christ. Mid-late 80s, early 90s. And uh, that would be rap. And I know everybody out there that listens to the plug with Bushy and the Mount Man says, fucking rap, what? <laughs> yeah. Now, I hit it at this last week and uh, gave great praise. And I said, hey, man, fuck. Because I, I, I actually messaged this guy. I don't know that it'll ever happen. But I invited him to come and do the show. We'll see where that goes. But I was like, hey, what if we review his new album that just dropped Friday, April 20th? If nothing else, it could let him know we're serious. That we're serious about this. Right. Am I right? Yes. That's exactly All right. And, uh, and, and who we're talking about is Ryan Upchurch or Upchurch the Redneck or Upchurch. Now, he... Uh, as I was saying last week, a lot of YouTube videos are hilarious, you know, funny YouTube videos. Got into a country rap. And, yeah, I know, you think country rap, you think kid rock. No, that's not how he does it. He goes a little more hard, even though he still does kid rock sounding stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? But he yeah. just released his first rock album. And this album is called Creaker. I uh, I think it's his eighth release. I'm not sure. I have four of his albums. Three of them are the country rap thing, and then, of course, this one. Right. And I just thought it would be really cool to review something that, unless you're a YouTube watcher, you might not be that familiar with. True. Now, there's one thing that you, you touched on there for a minute, and Yes, this is he. He has come out with a lot of albums, and I used to follow him on Vine and stuff like that because he used to do funny videos. He he, he done Vine videos on YouTube. Holy shit! I didn't even know we uh, did Vine. That's the six second videos, right? Oh wow! Yes. Um, but uh, uh, we was reading a little bit, uh, and you touched on last week. He he's not a big record deal right. person. You want to reminds me of who's that he it reminds me of the redneck down south foul mouth version of dr fuck yes yes absolutely because dr fuck's the same way you know he won't sign to a label he's like fuck you i got a good job <laughs> exactly. and, and, and what that boils exactly. down to is if you sign to a label what you've done is you signed your rights away uh your music doesn't become it's not yours anymore it's a property of the label so I have 100% respect for people that are successful in the music business and they're doing it on their own. 
Right. And this guy, you know, and you know, there's been a lot of shit talk about him. I've been listening to a, a, a lot of other country rappers just to, to get a feel for the music. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of good ones out there. I think Upchurch is at the top of the game. But uh, so people talk a shit about how he's not country and shit. You know, he's fake. He's not being real. Motherfucker, I was watching him doing videos out of his trailer and seeing him move twice into bigger homes as he's getting more and more successful. And at the same time, he's still out there burying trucks in the mud and out there blowing shit up with a shotgun. Yep. So as far as I'm concerned, this dude's about as real as it can get. Now, I know he's from outside Nashville, Tennessee, uh, Cheatham County, and he talks about that a lot in his music. This intrigued me because it was going to be his first rock album. Now, we know he's a fan of country. We know he's a fan of rap. Otherwise, you wouldn't have what he does. I was kind of shocked to hear he was doing a rock album. What was your thoughts when you heard that? Well, uh, I'm not real, and as everybody knows, big on rap. I won't knock it. I just don't listen to it that much. But... I I do like just like Bushy. I like old school rap and hip hop, the the real stuff. And when you said a minute ago, everybody says he's fake, this and that, yada da da da. That that made me think for a minute. Okay, what are they trying to say? He's fake on rapping. He's doing this new age BS. I'm sorry, but the way this kid, not kid, young man raps is just exactly like Ice-T, N.W.A. He doesn't do the the new BS, uh, suck my dick, uh, bend over, lick my lollipop bullshit. He actually does the N.W.A.'s original Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, all that kind of rap style, which is one reason why I listened to quite a bit of his music before. Um, don't know any of it right off the top of my head, but whenever uh, you first told me he had a rock album, I went, wait a minute, what? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You, he's actually coming out with a rock album, and that kind of inspired me, and after you sent it to me, holy hell of it, and what was the first thing I told you whenever you first sent it to me? I was like, are you serious? <laughs> this is him? It don't sound Yeah, right. yeah, you're like, this don't sound like him, but it does. But it does. It it does sound like him, and and he harkens back into the rap thing a, a, a couple times throughout this album. But I yes, for me it has some highs, it has some lows. Um, I agree. He he, what I like about his rap. Um, now when I heard Ice T and N.W.A. back in the day. What appealed to me about that was that I was hearing something I had never heard before, a side of life I had never heard before. You know, I grew up in the military, so I didn't grow up with, you know, hearing about black folks getting pulled over by the cops just because they were black. I didn't hear about gang violence and shit like that. You know, we were a military community. I was integrated with every race, religion, and creed under the goddamn sun. Okay, so when I heard these guys talking, I was holy Christ, what the hell is this? And it drew me in. And then they lost me by the early 90s or so, you know. Uh, uh, 
hell, rap today is so fucking stupid. And I know I've said it before on this show, but I've heard the guys in my quality control department listen to this rapper talking about his hash browns in the morning. Come on, motherfucker. They got nothing to talk about anymore. Now, flip the script. You like that? I use that new age rap talk. (laughs) 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 You flip it and you got this guy up church. Now, I know I live up here in the north. But, motherfucker, there's just as many rednecks up north as there are down south. The only difference is, when y'all put your four-wheelers away because you get an inch of snow, we start breaking out our sleds because we got a foot and a half of snow. Okay, that's really the only difference. And and okay, the accent. Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck you mean, packed up our four-wheelers? Really, motherfucker? Hey, we, we all know how y'all down south. Because... No, you gotta hide. No, oh shit! There's an inch of snow. Close the state. Oh my <laughs> god! That down all the fucking mountain. That's not up here. We're breaking out our fucking sleds with a damn logging rope or chains to hook to the four wheeler with the sled to go down the fucking road. You've lost. Yeah, when I say mind. sled, if you think we put that when I say sled, I mean snowmobile. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I, this guy talks about shit that I can relate to. Now, he does get gangster in a southern country style, which I fucking yes. love. I love it. it. It's shit that I can relate to, because even though I'm stuck up here in a great white fucking tundra in the Democratic People's Republic of New York, my roots are always going to be down home, and God damn it, before I die, I will be back down below. Well, here's something I can go ahead and throw in your face, motherfucker. If he actually catches this episode and listens, you're, you keep saying Tennessee and forgetting. That's right beside where I live. I, if he hollers at us, by God, I swear to God, I'm going to uh, meet up with him one day before you even get the fucking chance. Uh, cocksucker. Well, he was just in, uh, <laughs> he, he, he just got back home. And, uh, God, this sounds stalker, doesn't it? Uh, but I follow him on uh, 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 Facebook and Instagram and all that shit because I dig his music. But, and, of course, YouTube. But he just got back home. They just played in Redding, Pennsylvania. So I'm like, just come a little further. Come a little further. There's rednecks up here, motherfucker. Come a little further north. I don't, I don't know how many people would listen to him. I'd be there, though, screaming my ass off. Right. But all right. Are we, are, are we done sucking up Church's dick? Uh, I, I guess you are. Hell, I've just been sitting back this life of All right, let's get into this album review. Up Church, <laughs> Creaker, what I think is the eighth release. If he hears this and I'm wrong, don't fucking string me up, brother. Released April 20th, 2018. It's, it's been available for pre-order since February. I saw that on Google Play. So, yes. uh... The long-awaited album, I have—I I didn't realize I'd heard a couple songs from this album. I knew one that uh, I actually uh, closed the show with last week, I think. I think I closed the show with it last week. Yeah, yeah, I closed it with it. But uh, let's dive in, man. Uh, track one. This is, this is great. It's a 10-song album, and that's fucking brilliant because we can almost treat this like a record. We can flip the bitch over halfway through. 
Right. Track one, Spotlight. You want it or you want me to take it? Go All right. It. Well, you know what? Fuck. Fuck. Doing this wrong. Here it is, Spotlight. silver chains I'm blinded by the fame every time I hit the stage headbangs, beer spray, stage dives and waves till the lights blow out It's a decent opener. Uh, it's kind of talking about how much his life has changed since he's gotten some notoriety. But that chorus is right. kind of brutal. Uh, in a glass box suffocating from the fame and fortune. Kind of talking about he, he can't go out there and be who he wants to be, but he wants to be who he is. You know what I mean? Now, right. it, it's, it's not the best song on the album. And I don't know that it's a strong opening track. But it's definitely not the worst, and I actually like it. I dig the song. What do you think? I agree. Now, I think the, for the first-time listener of first getting into this album, to, for him to switch out of his regular game of rapping country to go into... Now, in my opinion, honestly, straightforward, it, it's a straight southern rock opening Thank song. Thank you. 
um, the the guitar, bass, drums, everybody in his band just kicked ass. I'll, I'll honestly admit. Um, but I'm like you uh, for it for it being the first track for his first rock album. It for the first <coughs> listener at the beginning is gonna be like, oh shit, this is killer. But as you get on into the album, as we're gonna definitely throw out here shortly, um, you'll see how much better and how much uh, more eccentric this album is definitely going to get in the basis of it being a rock and southern rock. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you have to excuse me there. I got a cold. Jesus. Um, I'm glad you said Southern Rock, because there's a lot of that in here. Um, it's definitely not a metal album. And on first listen, I, I guess that's what I was expecting, even though there's a song on here that's my absolute favorite, and it's not metal. But for some reason, in my mind, it went to metal. You know what I mean? Yes. And that's not what this is. This is a solid Southern Rock album. You're absolutely right. All right, and uh, the second track is Rattling Chains. And that's no lie The midnight train leaves a thick black smoke The phantoms of hell chase the burning coal Through a cattle field with dead willow trees Civil war coins in the soil so deep Two hundred yield names carved deep in a tree What do you think? 
Now, this song at the beginning is a definite, like, make you think, okay, this this is, he's, he's picking up his game with the guitar, and especially on the lyrics uh, for what they're pertaining to. And like we said, you take lyrics however you want to in a line of music, but it's definitely picking up the speed and him showing, okay, I can do rock, motherfuckers. This is him showing off that he's not only a part of that just one music category. That's him proving he can pick up his game and make this into a solid, solid rock album. Um, I thought that the uh, guitars, bass, everything uh, absolutely came together, especially on the solo guitar. I, I didn't get to look up or see who his uh, guitarist is for the band, but my God, he can definitely lay lay it down for sure. What's your opinion? All right. Uh, God, this is going to be another dick-sucking fest. Jesus. It, it, it's a cool song, man. Um, I think this is another callback to his southern roots and him getting sick of hearing he's not really country. We were just talking about that a little while ago. You know, he's fake. Right. You know, he's saying he's not. He's not fake. He is country. I love the song's structure. The music isn't fast, but it's definitely heavy, and it definitely has a southern rock feel. Yeah, yeah, yes. great tune. Okay. Blow my smoke.
me. Um, okay, I like the little solo thing at the beginning. That's that's real cool. But what the fuck is this song about? Is it about smoking pot or a blowjob? <laughs> I, I I love that guitar solo behind that last verse and the chorus though. It it that's killer and that really seals it for me. Where 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 it's a good song. Um, it might be filler. But because of that solo behind that last verse and chorus, it's killer filler. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I have to 100% agree. When I first heard it, I was like, okay, yeah, it's a kick-ass lead. The the in the drums in the back filling in with the lead guitar is absolutely awesome. But I'm like you, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, are you talking about uh, blowing blowing up every damn thing or just blowing? getting a blowjob or what exactly I, I, I went back a little bit with this one but I'm not going to say it is a bad song because he's 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 homing into what, what he wants to be and what he wants his music to be so maybe a little bit more sit down and understanding of the song would probably give us a little more of an eye opener I'm not going to knock it and say it's the worst song in the world but it is definitely Definitely, like you said, in my opinion, I believe it's a filler more than more than a thought track. But still, nonetheless, I would love to hear. Hopefully, one of these days, I am such a good dick right now for to give us an explanation of explaining a little more. <laughs> well, you 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 go, Mountain Man, because I ain't sucking nothing here, Junior. <laughs> uh, good try. Butter. You you started it. I, I just decided to get something. <laughs> so there you I go. know. And Mountain Man deep throats everybody. Deep throats. Just saying. And swallows. Yeah, you're fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. And who took that one? Did you take that one or die? I uh, did. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Pond Creek Road. Happening now, TBI investigators remain on the scene of a death investigation south in Cheatham County. 19 miles from the music city lights Where the people bring guns to big night fights And the sheriff don't care, so don't try to call He might be in ties with the man on the farm Uncle Red's on a ride and he's lost in the field
side of a tall pine. The road I'm on has no yellow lines. Just cracked asphalt and broken sides. The bottles filled with THC. When the streetlights disappear, you're on the creek, creek road. Pine Creek Road. Pine Creek Road. Pine Creek Road. And investigators say there are currently a lot of unanswered questions. Not man. All right, if I'm correct, this is a redone song. Am I am I hitting that pretty damn close? I don't know. I, I I swear I thought I think I've heard this song from somewhere. I could be mistaken, but I, think I know so. he released uh, this before he released the other video, because he released two videos from this, and this was the first one that I'm aware of. Okay, then that's probably what I'm what I'm thinking. Then. Uh, this one is him picking it back up again, more like a uh, I guess you could say southern rock ballad to a point. Uh, definitely a, a good uh, uh, instrumental intro and uh, with his lyrics and stuff. Uh, I couldn't necessarily 100% get, because I mean, with music, interpretations, everything, but the sounding quality, and especially with the band, it, it caught my attention for sure, uh, being able to figure everything out about it. What about you? This song I love. Love Pond Creek Road. It's heavy as fuck. And, and the lyrics, because I, I, I kind of got it, they're basically about a road that claims lives because of the curves and everything, and, and also how this road is kind of a, you know integral to the locals. If you're from here, you know Pond Creek Road, and I think that's probably where he got the name of the album, Creeker. Um... It's awesome. It's just an awesome fucking song. Now, we move into what in the vinyl era would be the final track on side one. I don't even know if Upchurch is old enough to know what fucking vinyl is. I think he's only like 26. Dude, he's redneck. I, I bet you money in that trailer he's got fucking vinyl records out the ass like me and you. Yeah, but he probably it. scratches them because he listens to rap. True. <laughs> and that's a sin. Look, rappers. God damn it. I like the sound of scratching too. Figure out another way to do it. <laughs> and we just lost up church. <laughs> Track five, here you go, how high. I can't see heaven, but I think it's up there somewhere. Feel closer to the devil, cause they say he lives down under. But if I could fly a thousand miles to chill with the man himself I'd probably roll up one big fat one And say thanks for creative hell But how high do I gotta get to see angels in the sky? How much smoke 
Sometimes when I'm walking, I get goosebumps on my skin. Cause I feel like something's stalking and trying to walk on my heels. And then my spine gets some chills when I'm strolling rivers and hills. And hopping barbed wire fences just to come see what the deal is. Fuck the devil, I'ma rob him with six rounds and a steel. Cut his head off, bound it on the wall by all of my deer. Fucking Paul, give me that fiddle so I can leave and go pawn it. Hit downtown and buy some seeds and go and grow me some chronic. Yeah, I'm always rolling stone, but now I'm trying to take flight and smoke a joint with oh Jesus and grow some wings overnight. Yeah, watch me cut donuts and clouds past the gates made of gold. You should have known my soul was too priceless to ever be sold. I can't see heaven, but I think it's up there somewhere. Feel closer to the devil, cause they say he lives down under. But if I could fly a thousand miles to chill with a man himself, I'd probably roll up one big fat one and say thanks for creative hell. But how high do I gotta get to see angels in the sky? How much smoke I gotta blow to move? Clouds to see your side. How many nights I gotta pray? How many Sundays I gotta go? How many joints? How many miles? And how high? How high do I gotta go? Okay, and I think this is on me to close out the album. Uh, it's got a country opening. It's uh, To me, it's about a man pondering what he has to do to realize God's plan for him, which is a great country southern thing. Uh, I really dig when he goes rap, you know, through like kind of the verse. Because there's only like really one verse. There's like two choruses and the song's over. It's short. It's, uh, it's not a bad song. It's not great. I could skip it if I wanted to, but I would probably still listen to it. How about you? I'd have to say this is one of my top favorite songs. Oh, shit! (laughs) Yep. Um, For me, and you're exactly right. It's exactly what you said, uh, trying to figure out exactly what God's plan is for you in that sense. But at the same time, though, and I love, I dig the rapping on the song as well. I, I was 100% keen on that one, him including it. But it, it, like you said, it doesn't sound like Kid Rock, but it doesn't sound like any other. How many rappers do you ever hear combining rap and Southern rock? Uh, never. Uh, but anyway, I, this song definitely caught my attention, and uh, especially with the lyrics, because I guess with my past of being in trouble and all that stuff this that's where this song kind of hit hit me pretty well with it because that that's me now and a little bit before i got married and had dj trying to figure out what the hell i wanted to do with my life and the struggle gotcha to get there. gotcha outstanding outstanding 
That's that's cool. I'm I'm glad we finally half-assed disagreed on something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in the vital world, we're going to flip this bitch over. For everybody else, it's track six. For me, I'm gonna say track one, side two. Here it is, Dirty South. store smells like palm oils. the cashier wears the same overalls the cops wash the blood off their hands with the moonshine they took from the moonlight than myself i definitely noticed from this song it's not a bad song but it's definitely one that i'm sitting there thinking okay yeah i do some of this stuff and contribute some of this around my home and my family and around my friends and stuff and go out and raise hell and have a good time but damn it this some of these rednecks are fucking crazier than i am so that's mainly what i got from the song definitely a killer tune but it's an eye-opener on what a lot of other people uh, definitely do and enjoy in life. What about you? <laughs> my favorite song on the album. My favorite. <laughs> uh, I'll admit I'm biased because uh, I've been rocking this video on YouTube for weeks now. But I love that slow riff. 
And when the chorus kicks in, the band just explodes. It's so fucking heavy. While still being such a slow groove, man. And, and, and if you want to know what the song is about, because I'm not going to tell you what it's about. Upchurch released a YouTube video on his YouTube page explaining it. It's actually based on some shit that happened in Cheatham County back in 1986. It's powerful. It's a kick-ass song. Favorite song on the fucking album. <coughs> oh, I, I, I came a little. Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> Burn it. so rock and roll it's always it's so metal it's so rock and roll yep. and then it, it man it moves to a southern rock feel and then when the vocals start i get a strong kid rock feel here just because of the way the rock and roll has that southern rock feel and blends with the rap it's what it's like what kid rock is doing to uh today and that is not a downplay on this at all it's a cool fucking tune i love I love, love, love the country rap mixed with southern rock. In fact, this is my second favorite track on the album. 
Well, a minute ago we said that was, uh, the other song was my favorite. This is my number one nice. track on this album. Uh, I, shit, you took every fucking word out of my damn mouth. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love the guitarist on this song, Jesus Christ. He, like I said before, he can definitely lay down a fucking riff. Uh, country or uh, rock. I, I have to agree, it is not metal, but by God, it is definitely rock. Somebody finally paid attention to what rock and roll music is. It actually made me think of this is the new age of kids that could actually pull this shit off. Um, as uh, for the lyrics and the chorus, it definitely uh, it represents every redneck. 100% through and through the way we pretty much live our lives so definitely my number one for nice, sure. Nice, nice. Well, it's my number two. It can't be so bad, huh? <laughs> right. And we move on to track eight or side two, track three. Bells.
man what do you got on bells well this one he actually if you if you listen to the lyrics he should have called it church bells yep. because if you pay attention to the lyrics it's it's basically talking raising hell until the church bell till they go to church on sunday morning now uh, anybody that actually doesn't pay attention to rock, southern rock, I mean this. I mean this is every redneck through and through. You bust your ass through the week, you raise your hell the evenings, but you take that one day out of the damn week to remember your family and do your best to remember God. That's that's just the redneck way of life. That's what we what we're raised to do. Does everybody follow that? Hell no. But is that is that pretty much <laughs> the basis? Yes, sir, it is. This song definitely touches true to every Southerner that looks at life and sees all that in that way. So definitely a good, good song for that. That's that's funny. Because uh, uh, I'm going to read word for word this time. Uh, this was weird for me because I love the lyrics, but I don't like how slow the song is. Again, it's all about country life. And how on Sunday you calm the fuck down because it's church day. Um, you couldn't call it church bells because people would think they were talking about him as opposed to, you know, a house of worship. Um, right. I'm not a huge fan, but it's better than how high. <laughs> that's that's literally word for word off my notes. <laughs> There you go. Nothing wrong with that, dude. Oh, man. And we move on to track four, side two, or for all you millennials that only know how to download music. And me too, because you can't get this on fucking vinyl. (laughs) (laughs) Phantom of the Pines. Can't kill me, I am the ghost. Can't shake me, I hold the road. Can't match me, I'm one of a kind. Generations with some green and a ball screen. He crawled through your TV. 
can't shake me out of Rome. Can't match me in one of a kind. I was, I am, and will be the Phantom of the Pie. is driving and the guitar soloing it just fucking rips i love how he's talking about how you can't fuck with him on his turf which is the woods is basically saying you'll never see him coming out there he's like a ghost he'll get you before you even know what's happened to you badass too fucking love it third favorite actually uh this one i agree my third favorite 100 percent as well this this represents anybody down south that wants to per- protect themselves, their home, their family, 100%. Uh, basically, you fuck with us, you're going to get fucking hurt when you're stupid enough to come after us. Short, easy, simple. And that was actually what I wrote down on my Nice, list. nice. <laughs> so now, look. <laughs> think this through. First Blood, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Phantom of the Pines while he's fucking up all them county sheriffs. Oh shit! That wow. <laughs> Am I right? That is insanely accurate. Cause that motherfucker wasn't even live, wasn't even from Oregon, but he was on his turf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. All right, and then we move to the closing track on the album. This is Llewellyn.
All right, Mountain Man, what you got? This song is a closing song for him for this album. I thought was definitely a good one. Uh, it, it wasn't, you know, t- totally rock rock, but you could definitely tell he is a good closing track. Everything he is talking about basically is it formed to his roots, formed everything that he's grown with, but he wanted to show that he does have it within him to be decent enough to do a southern rock thing. Um, as, with the guitars, everything, it all blended very well, so in my opinion, a great closing track. Well, ugh. the only thing I like about this song is guitar riff. Um, I'm sure it's a love song of sorts, but that fake drum drives me insane. And if it's not a fake drum, then the production on the drums is horrible. Uh, lyrics are good, but they shouldn't have closed the album, man. I disagree. It should have closed with Phantom of the Pines. End strong, don't end soft. Uh, I'm not a fan of this song. Uh, least favorite, least favorite. I don't. Now, it's not the worst song in the world. I'll never say that, because I'm pretty sure the worst song in the world is fucking Barbie Girl. But, yeah, I... If it was more forward of the album, I may have appreciated it more. I do not dig this song, and it could just be album placement. Phantom of the Pines should have closed this shit out. Nah, the difference of opinion, but nothing. Oh, absolutely, that. absolutely. And and wait a minute, you said the worst song in the world is Barbie sure. Girl. Uh, I have. God, to what's worse than that? Uh, hold on, hold on. Let me explain why. Leo uh, uh, Malakali, or okay, sorry, dude, I can't say your name. Frog Leap Studios. Yes, that redone that song for his daughter. I have to disagree. It is not the worst song in the world. The worst song in the world, uh, if you honestly want to know, in my opinion, is fucking uh, damn. Uh, oops, I did it again. Compared to that. Yeah, but the video's so hot. Just because they're so fucking hot doesn't mean jack shit. It's still a shitty ass song. <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm a fuck with you. Right here from um, Rockstar in Excess. This is Marty doing a killer rock acoustic version of Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Motherfucker.
baby, baby, how was I supposed to know? back to this you could be like fuck it's really not a bad song <laughs> well if i got to prove yeah i'm gonna put you on the spot motherfucker this right here to prove you wrong on barbie girl is frog leap studios version of barbie girl hi barbie hi, do you want to go for a ride sure i can jump in i'm a barbie girl Bobby world, life is plastic, it's fantastic, you can brush my hair, and dress me everywhere, imagination, life is your creation, I'm a Bobby, let's go party, I'm a Bobby girl, in a Bobby world, life is plastic, it's fantastic, you can brush my hair, and dress me everywhere, imagination, life is your creation, I'm a blonde people girl in a fantasy world Dress me up, make it tight, I'm your darling You're my doll, rock and roll, feel the glamour and pink Kiss me here, touch me there, hanky-panky You can touch, you can play If you say I'm always yours I'm a Bobby girl in a Bobby world Life is plastic, it's fantastic You can brush my head Trust me everywhere Imagination, life is your creation Come on, 
that song still sucks. Uh, yeah, have you listened? Oh yeah, to it? oh yeah. Oh, uh, you you're full of shit. I'm what not a- full of shit. I've watched everything they did. In fact, I recently just shared them doing Mbop and fucking loved it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. I have to agree. Everything sounds better, better pop-wise metal. I don't know why. I haven't figured it out, but uh, does, especially because all of a sudden it has balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, that is our review of Upchurch's latest album, Creaker. Uh, check him out on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and apparently he's on Twitter as well. Uh, he's very interactive with his fans. Hell, he even replied to me. <laughs> All right. Mountain Man, anything to promote? Anything to promote? I'm going to promote the, the man of the hour, the guy we've been talking about this whole time, uh, Mr. Upchurch himself. Uh, if, you, if you're not into his music, definitely go on there and check him out as uh, just the comedian aspect of him. He's even said in the past, you don't like my music? Well, check me out, check me out just being a goofball. Um, definitely go on YouTube, Instagram, anything you can. And if y'all can see this shortly, uh, wait until uh, you see on Twitter of us tagging in a minute. Maybe you'll actually get to see him actually holler at us and... Hopefully, maybe one day be able to come on the show with us. That would be cool if he could find the time. I'm not going to hold my breath. Um, <laughs> yeah, but still, uh, we, we definitely got to get Sure thing, show. sure thing, man. If you don't throw your pole in the water, you ain't going to catch that fish, right? Right. You're not going to catch the fish if you throw the pole in the water. you got to throw your line in, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to take the time out to promote Rock and Pod Expo 2. Uh, being organized once again by the great Chris Sinzak. He's already announced some killer guests. He has an announcement coming up that I'm not allowed to reveal. Uh, and and I, I, I told you about this, Mountain Man. We're, we're not allowed to talk about it yet, just so you know. Um, right. I, I actually spoke with Chris tonight, and it's they're still ironing out shit. But it's going to be right. huge. It's going to be fucking huge. So huge that I may try to hop a plane and go to Nashville. I, I was not going to go, but this one's so big, this special guest, that I may have to show up. So, check out Rockapod Expo. Um, look, guys, you know, they need donations. This shit's not free. Uh, go to their GoFundMe page. I will post a link. 20 bucks gets you an hour early admission to go through all the vinyl because they're, they're going to have vinyl dealers there to mingle with people, talk, gets you in there an hour early. 10 bucks, 5 bucks, anything you can do to help make this thing happen, man, help make it happen. Now, they haven't released a, a, a bumper for this yet, uh, which sucks because last year we were able to. To, to play a bumper for the Rockapod Expo, which I attended, and it was fucking amazing. But I'm going to post a link on the on, on this episode. If you have anything, donate whatever you can, listeners. And you know what? We're not even going there as, as, as invitees. If we go, we're going to go just to hang out. But tell them the plug sent you. Yep. Donate yep. and tell them the plug sent you. The plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. 
Oh, and speaking of Chris Sinzak, brother, I spoke with him tonight. He uh-huh. wants to come and redo the show that never was. We recorded an episode, and you had to leave that night. And when you yep. left, I never checked my goddamn recorder. So the whole show was lost. It was an amazing episode. It was a, it was it was a conversation about Vinnie Vincent, and Chris just got to go, and twice in this last year he got to go hang out with Vinnie Vincent. So right. that's really cool. So he's going to come back. You already told us he's going to come back. In fact, he messaged me, saying we still have to re-record that show. So the great Chris Sinzak of Decibel Geek Podcast. Wants to come back and redo that show. That's pretty badass, huh? It is. The only thing is, everybody has to also remember that was with Sin uh, City, our brother from another mother, also who has been getting a hold of both of us and wants to do a show coming up sometime. So everybody also be prepared. The the crazy ass Sin uh, City. It is a big possibility he will be coming to hang out with Bushy and the Mountain Man. Uh, another time before long. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have him back to a guest spot. Absolutely. Um, that's going to be weird. It's been so long since we've been on mic with him. It's going to be weird. So, let me play these two bumpers real quick. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. Hey, rock music fans, this is Terrence Reardon of the Terrence Reardon and Friends Audiovisual Podcast. Join yours truly as I look every week at a different classic rock or metal album that had a major impact on my life, and I'm usually joined by a friend or two or ten, and we talk about nothing but great classic rock and metal. And there's no country or Sammy Hagar or rap on the fucking show. That shit is frowned upon with yours truly. So if you want a great classic rock audiovisual podcast, tune on in to the Terrence Reardon and Friends audiovisual podcast. New episodes every Monday, exclusively on YouTube. All right, those are our friends over at Freeform Rod, uh, Rock Podcast, the Terrence Reardon Experience or Terrence Reardon and Friends Experience. Fuck, I'm mad. I remember he's exclusive to YouTube. Check out Decibel Geek. Check out the multiple. Ken Mills projects. What's he have? Podcast, pop, uh, cheat talk. He's got a he's got like a million podcasts. Uh, yep. Make sure you listen to the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. Check out the Talk to Me podcast. I think he's just recently changed the name of that as well. Uh, check out the Hustle with John Lamoureux. All great, yep. great stuff. So. Mountain Man, anything else, man, or what? Uh, same as always, if we're doing our closing, brother, stay sick. Take care of one another. Skitter, pow, meow, meow. Mountain Man's out. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were, but I am good with that. Motherfuckers, buy vinyl. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. 
Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week. Chicken will. Chicken will. Chicken will. Bow tie on the billet, but in life I am moving forward. And I'm dodging the bullshit that's laying in my road. I see people talking crap that couldn't out rap fucking half of me. I'm taking what I want, cause I'm the country rap, Bush Cassidy. And yes, I always carry heat. I call my nerves by smoking weed. And yes, I'm rocking way too many tattoos than I really need. American flags off in my sleeve, red, white, and blue is all I bleed. And when the world goes to shit, I'm robbing your heart from the trees. Redneck, white trash, hillbilly, big gun in the gun rack. Come and give me. Yeah, they thought I was gonna fall out. Now, really, when you see me in the holla holla, chicken will. They call me redneck, white trash, hillbilly, big gun in the gun rack. Come and give me. Yeah, they thought I was gonna fall out. Now, really, when you see me in the holla holla, chicken will. Yeah, what's up, motherfuckers? Yeah, you thought I was gonna stick around, Mr. Never Rep the City. Still live in my little town. A lot of people chatting, plotting plans to try to shut me down. Well, good luck. Telling me to stop middle finger, so what? Cold beer in my hand, higher than a tree stand. Cold ass hillbilly representing Dixieland. Shine by the great some bitch, I'm lawless. Long legs all around me on some women, it's flawless. Bonfire so big, we got the police calling. Got a 415 on some kids from Yeah, I'm drunk as a skunk, pistol I load. And drive a Chevy S10 like I just stole. They call me redneck, white trash. Hillbilly, big gun in the gun rack. Come and give me. Yeah, they thought I was gonna fall out. Now, really, when you see me in the holla holla, chicken will. They call me redneck, white trash. Hillbilly, big gun in the gun rack. Come and give me. Yeah, they thought I was gonna fall out. Now, really, when you see me in the holla holla, chicken will. Chicken will. Chicken will. When you see me in the holla holla, chicken will. Chicken will. Chicken will when you see me in the holla holla. Chicken will, chicken will, chicken will, chicken will.